This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be paving the way. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. Taz and the Moose with you here on this Monday morning. Coming to you live from the Rocky Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocky Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Mike Pete across the way. Bogus, your updates. As we take it right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time. One hour down, two to play with. Sirius at XM Channel 206, the app as well. And Make sure to download that podcast each and every day, radio.com, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher. As we continue to run around the Sunday that was week 11 in the National Football League and stay in that NFC East, Taz, is that, uh, you know, the the Philadelphia Eagles might have a quarterback problem because, you know, Carson Wentz, we talked about his struggles, you know, a, a week ago, and he has not played particularly well this year. Yesterday, 33 of 45, 256 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions. Um, he struggled once again. And I get there's not a, a great ga- ground game to lean on. And really, his big weapons, uh, Deshaun Jackson out, Alshon Jeffrey out, uh, Jordan Matthews, who they just brought back in, out. Uh, you know, he's got uh, Zach. Zach. He's got Ertz still. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but he's got one player. I mean, he's got Zach yeah. Ertz. Right, he's got right. Greg Ward. Uh, Dallas Goddard, uh, Goddard, I should say, the other tight end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matthews did play, I should say, yesterday. Miles Sanders uh, did have three receptions, but um, he was missing three receivers uh, yesterday. That's all uh, out yeah, of the folds. I mean, you know, Nelson Aguilar, I should say, was the other no, receiver. That's the guy, yeah. Um, was uh, so he was missing. You know, your three starting receivers to begin the year: Aguilar, Alshon Jeffrey, and Deshaun Jackson. You know, they they were all out. I mean, that's a problem for the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, you want to say, okay. Carson Wentz is struggling because they're out, or is this a bigger issue surrounding Carson Wentz? Well, I think first How do you of, look at I, it? I think with, with yesterday's game, I mean, you're playing against a really good team in the Seahawks. Right? Not a great so, defense, though. Right, right, but still, right, okay, right, fair enough, fair point, no no doubt. I mean, I don't know. I I, I said this last week, I think it was, and I watching the, the, the second half of uh, the Eagles game, and I felt the same way. I felt like, man, what the heck? Like, watching Wentz uh, last week closely, I'm like, man, this guy, it's the fourth quarter, and he's missing uh, missing, missing important throws left and right in the fourth quarter. It was against the Pats, right? Yeah, they played the Pats last week, didn't they? 
Look at uh, what? Yes, the Pats. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, what is going on? And and they were they were guys wide like kind of open, not wide wide open, and he's just not getting the ball in, not a super tight window, but a window. And he used to always be able to do that. He's a young guy. Like I was like, Ugh. and I was not exactly locked in. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I, maybe he's just not. You know, he's been banged up a lot, and may, maybe just not feeling like himself. I, I don't. I'm trying to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't know what the story is with him. Yeah, I, I think they might have a little bit of a quarterback issue, a little yeah. bit of a crisis of confidence right now. Now, I, I think the offense would obviously look a lot more dynamic for Doug Peterson. Uh, if they had all their weapons, and they don't. And it's easy to say, well, next man up. Well, there's reasons why there's starters and there's backups and there's guys that are on the street, you know, at this right. point of the year that you're picking up and you're plugging into the lineup. That's not exactly leading, you know, to your offense being a, a dynamic group. Now, with that being said, I, I, I the problem I would have is what you hinted upon there, Taz, and what you hammered home was this, is that he's missing guys uh, and throws yeah. that he should make that he's not making. Right. And... I'm not telling you that he's, you know, this offense is great and he's got great weapons, but the problem I have with Carson Wentz right now is it's sometimes he's holding on to the football too long, and when there's throws to make, he's missing those throws, right. and that's the problem I have. Yeah, no, and it's and that that's that's and when you watch him play enough, I'm 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 not saying you, but anyone listening to us that hasn't watched, maybe you're not an Eagles fan, or you're not watching much of the Eagles. He just doesn't. His completions. Just, I'm not looking at his ratio right now. His stats, but I'm just saying, like he, it, it, it he misses guys. Like he, he misses guys, and he's got some decent blocking at times. And it's like it's just not happening. Like, no, he, it's just like wow. It looks like like you'd see a guy in preseason where he would throw a ball. Even a good player like him, like he just, it's not like what we used to seeing out of him when that year when he blew his knee out. He was on the cusp of being the NFL MVP, and then Brady got it. Lucas once got hurt, but but still, it's it's, it's different. Well, yeah, it, it, you're right. It, it is a little bit different in Philadelphia as they're struggling, and right now they're sitting here at five and six as we approach what you know, uh, you know the we approach week thirteen uh, of the NFL regular season, right? I mean, I, I mean, yeah, it, it, it is. You're looking at a scenario now here where you say to yourself, "All right, um, you know the the problem you have here with Carson Wentz is this." is that, yes, they made the right decision. They instilled the confidence. You know, they need to get healthier, certainly, but he's got to play better at the quarterback spot. Yeah, no, you need him to play well. I mean, you know, it's not you're not loaded with amazing offensive weapons that are healthy right now, especially like you just laid out a few minutes ago. So that's a big deal, you know, obviously. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, you, you, when you even think about the Eagles and even all the stuff that happened with Nick Foles, now he's gone and blah, 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 and all that jazz. You, you never thought about quarterback issues. They were always pretty solid there, you know, always. And and you just, I don't know, I, I always looked at Carson Wentz and, and as a guy that you never had to worry. You never had to worry how good or bad he was. I looked at him like he was a made guy. But that's not the case, and I think you're right. There is a little bit of a quarterback issue there for sure. I mean, so... No, but what are you going to do? You're going to put in. You're going to put in Nate Sutfeld. You're going to put in Josh. Josh no, McCown. no, no, I'm not going to do that. No, They're, no, I know. I'm just. I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, no, you know? I agree with you. They're not going to do anything of that. But I mean, that that's a bigger problem for Philadelphia because you're highly invested in Wentz. I mean, that that's the problem you have. And they could all say the one thing that they have, Taz, is that they're struggling without their main weapons. So the one thing you could say is, okay, if he's got his guys, this offense looks a lot better, um, and he's a better player. Um, then you're also then looking at him as a player, and you're saying, well, then you're limiting his impact of what he is then, right? And then he's not a guy that makes guys around him better. It can make kind of, you know, chicken salad at a chicken you-know-what. Yeah. You know, he's more of a product of the guys around him better. I thought Wentz 
product of the guys around him, and I, I thought Wentz was probably a little bit better than that. And that's that's the issue I have with Wentz. He's no longer that MVP candidate before he tore his ACL no, no, no. against the Rams a couple years ago. He has not played at that kind of a level, and that's the issue you'd have right now in Philadelphia uh, with the Eagles is that, yes, I mean, they, they've suffered a lot of injuries. Their secondary has been ravaged. The defensive line has struggled this year. Offensive line has gone through some injuries. They don't run it as well. Uh, but the quarterback has not been able to pick and alleviate some of the issues around the team. And there are guys around the league that can alleviate some of those things. Like a Tom Brady up in New England, they don't have to be the, you know, they don't have to be the greatest group and he can still find a way to win games. Right, right. No, no, I agree. I mean, listen, look, 33 or 45, 256 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions yesterday. Uh, Mike looked up. Mike, what was he? Sixteenth in interceptions. Yeah, with six picks. So that's yeah. not that's not horrible. I mean, that, as far as this late in the year, you know, I'm just saying the interception part. No, that, it's just make not it's, making it's the, the throws. completions. It's right, the it's completions. The lack of completions. Well, it, and, yeah. it's it's missing guys that throws that you normally make. I know. It's 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 when I saw it against the Pats, I'm like, I know how great the Patriots defense is, but I was still a little perplexed. I'm like, man, these guys. This is dope. dude. I'm talking about the fourth quarter. Like it, it was, you know, watching that game, and I'm like, what. What is going on with Wentz? It's a club. Was a close game. They lost the game seventeen to ten. Uh, the the the, the uh, Eagles. But it was like he had plenty of opportunities to to win that game. You know, and I, I'm so, again, I'm going back a week. So you know, but now they got a good bounce back deal coming up here. They got the uh, they got the Dolphins, and then they got the Giants, and then they got your Redskins. So they could actually wax up three wins right there. Yeah, yeah, they could. They could. And they could get healthier. We could have, be having a different conversation about Carson Wentz. But he's got to get going here. And stay in that NFC East and stay with quarterbacks. And how about the Washington Redskins yesterday? Beat the, the, the Troy Lions 19-16. What there you was, go. Uh, you know, an ugly football game. And uh, Washington's 2-9. and nine. The Lions are now 3-7-1. and one. Not one that's going to be sent to Canton, Ohio, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, chronicling uh, the great football of 2019, Taz. But uh, here's the... Not even in a victory can the Redskins not avoid, you know, avoid embarrassment. I mean, the idea that, you know, they, the idea late in that game where you have, you know, what was it? They generated a turnover, right? Or, no, stop them on downs, right? Get the ball back. You know, all they need to do is kneel down on it once to end the game. And the fact that their starting quarterback, Dwayne Haskins, is on the sideline taking a selfie with a fan. As Case I did, Keenum, I did not know that. Yeah, as Case Keenum oh has to come onto the field to take a knee. I didn't know any the, of that. Yeah, oh my to, god, had had to oh take a knee god, to end the game, and Haskins oh. is not aware of the situation and not taking a knee there for his first NFL victory because he's there celebrating with the fans because he thought for some reason the game was over. Wow. I mean, it's embarrassing. Dude, I, mean, I that, did not know that. That is oh completely God. and utterly embarrassing. Yeah, Joe Ty- yeah, Joe Theismann on, on Twitter going crazy, uh, <laughs> calling him out. Uh, Bill Callahan was asked about it, didn't joke around, said, we'll address it. Now, Haskins, you know, Keenum hands him the football and said, this should have been you, like joking around with him. It, that's that's completely and utterly embarrassing. I mean, what are you doing if you're Dwayne Haskins? How are you there taking a selfie with a fan celebrating a victory? There's very few fans in attendance, and you're not on the field taking a knee in the victory formation with the team that you quarterback the entire day That's because you're and, not paying attention. And, and, and you're going against a guy's defense and Matt Patricia. That I understand that they're what are they three and seven and one or something like that. 
but they're still a solid defense and they're a solid football team. I understand they have a losing record, the Lions. My point is, that's a big moment for Haskins. To take to be in that victory formation, that's a big deal right there. To be with your teammates, take that snap, hug hug it out with them all, and and get that game ball. Instead, you're taking a picture. I mean, I'm laughing. It's it's kind of not funny, but it is. And what's well, embarrassing? It's embar- Moreau embarrassing. gets the interception. Right there's there's literally two seconds left in the game, um, and you have a scenario then where you know you are not paying attention to the game. You think the game is over, mm. and you're taking a selfie with the fans not realizing that Case Keenum's hopping on the field to take a knee in a victory formation to end the game? I mean, what are you doing? That's bad. And I then mean, joking around and laughing about it as you're walking off the field. That's embarrassing. Yeah, that, that's nothing. Yeah, you should be apologizing to the fans, to his teammates, and to everyone, and to Joe Theismann, because Joe Theismann must have been kicking himself in the ass, saying, damn, I shouldn't have gave him that number seven. Why? Remember right. Theismann yeah, gave, no, I remember gave that. Off, we yes. had him on the show here. But how do you do that? How do you not pay attention if you're a younger know. player? He's just. He's, how do you do that? It's, it's bad. It's bad. And you're a quarterback. Well, but you know, that if just shows. If it gets going to field or an offensive tackle, you know, something crazy, you should always be locked in. When you're on the sideline, you you know the down and distance. You know how much time's left. That's your job. No matter if you're a starter, second or third string guy, it don't matter. That's you learn it as a little kid when you play football. Like well, even in a good moment, the Redskins can't still stop uh, from embarrassing themselves. Even in a moment where they win a game and they shouldn't be winning, they should be trying to get Chase Young and and ended up with the top draft pick or you know as close to it. I know they're not as bad as the Cincinnati Bengals, but you know what I mean. They should be trying to get the worst, uh, the best pick they can in April's NFL draft. Well, they'll get a but, good pick. They're two and nine, bro. Yeah, I know More they're going to get a good pick. I get it, but I'll, I'm not looking for the skins to win a game. But they win a game, right? There's nobody in attendance, uh, you know, down at FedEx Field. They, there's there's nobody there, right? The place is barren and empty. It's an embarrassment. They can't stand the owner. They're having chance of basically, you know, uh, for the owner to sell the team over the course of the game. The few Redskin fans that are in attendance, they actually win a football game. But the cherry on the top is that the rookie quarterback, who's accomplished next to nothing in the NFL, who had Mr. 50 touchdowns with the Ohio State Buckeyes, who's accomplished nothing in the NFL and really has looked kind of not, well, has looked completely lost behind center. You know, he is there celebrating with the fans of victory after the Moreau interception, not paying attention to what's going on on the field. Yeah. Doesn't that say it all? I mean, about what it, what exactly makes up Redskin football at this stage? I mean, they're a complete utter joke. Yeah. It's a hot take right there. Remember, we used to do hot cheese. They're a joke. You said a whole tray of mozzarella. But they yeah, can't. They I mean, joke, t- t- they can't even. I know, you can't I know. even enjoy the victory because I'm saying to myself, when Keenum goes on the field and is taking the knee, I'm like, where the hell is Dwayne Haskins? I know. Look at that. That'll and then I see laugh. him on the sideline. <laughs> I'm like, where is Haskins? I see him on the sideline. Yeah, he's taking a picture with the fan. Yeah, no, because you can't, you know, you can't. I, I, I mean, where's his, where's his position coach? Where's his teammates? Where is some? I don't know what I'm looking at here. Where, where, where I mean, what, they shouldn't even have to tell him you got to get Dwayne. The game's not over yet. You got to take the you know, victory formation. Your, your head should be locked into the game. Into the game. Doesn't that say a lot about the young player? Does uh, that give you any kind of confidence that he gets it? Does it give you any kind of confidence that he's going to be the guy for the future for the Washington Redskins? That he's going to be the quarterback? Imagine if that happened in a. Imagine if that happened in New York. Imagine if you had a scenario here where you know where you had a scenario, say New York, L.A. How about New England? 
Imagine there was a scenario where all of a sudden Stidham's run onto the field to take the victory knee because Tom Brady's taking a picture with fans on a selfie. No, Imagine no. If that was happening. That would never happen. Brady would never. Even when Brady was a rookie coming out of Michigan, that would never have happened. No, no, I agree. Wouldn't that happen with Darnold? Wouldn't happen with uh, well, Daniel Jones? Wouldn't happen with Josh Allen? Wouldn't happen with any of them. And it go, it can go into a whole other topic here, which it's going to sound like a get off my lawn, lawn moment, but it's like where the generation's different. You know, back in the day when those guys were rooks, those guys wouldn't have never done that because, first off, they wouldn't. There was no such thing as selfies. Uh, second off, they 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 would have been there would have been accountability for that, and they would have been benched the following week or fined. And this kid should be fined for this. I got to well, be honest. He should be benched. He should be benched too. Yeah. I well, mean, honestly, you go, you're going nowhere. Why not bench him for a quarter? Yeah. Say so that. You know what are you doing? You got to send a message because if you don't, then it's going to get then it's going to get worse. But well, I, it's your team. You, know, you think they're going to bench him? Probably not, no, because they're inept. But, um, yeah, but Taz, but we're talking about millennials. It wouldn't happen with Josh Allen. No, that's true. I brought up Brady. It wouldn't happen with Daniel Jones. It wouldn't happen with Sam Darnold. I'll tell you this: Baker Mayfield, as as uh, you know, as as big of an idiot as he acts as sometimes, would it happen with Baker Mayfield? I don't think it would because he's super, like he's super competitive, he's super competitive, ultra, ultra competitive. Right, he wants to yeah. be on the field taking that final he, knee yeah, and basically he, saying, "I beat you today." Right, he wants to take the victory formation snap so he can stick the ball in the defensive line right. space for the linebackers. Yeah, There's no, Haskins. Right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. His Haskins taking a selfie with like somebody. Right, and the guy tweets out the photo. I mean, are we serious here? It's horrible, Moose. You're an NFL quarterback. Act it. Happy this Monday. isn't a pickup game on a Monday at some no. park. You're not playing at the practice facility uh, at, at in Columbus. Oh my uh, with God! The here. This is the real game, sir. He's, he's laughing about it. Yeah. How can he be? I'd be embarrassed. Maybe that's his nervousness. You know what? The one thing I did think at the time, I thought maybe he couldn't find his helmet. Oh, I thought maybe he was looking for his helmet. Like, remember Thurman Thomas in the Super Bowl? Couldn't yeah. find his helmet. Yes, there I was Kenneth Davis. Yeah. They yeah. run the football for the Buffalo Bills against the Skins. I'd be like, where the hell's Thurman Thomas? He couldn't find his helmet. I thought that was the case with Haskins. I was like, maybe he put his helmet somewhere and couldn't find it. And then I, then you see him on the thing. Then you see him taking pictures with fans. Yeah, it's horrible. I, I didn't know that. Wow. What, you know, I wasn't locked into the Redskins game, to be honest with you. I was watching the other games. Oh, but, it's a uh, joke. Yeah, it's horrible. I was watching my quarterback throw bombs down the field. Yes, yeah, we'll get into the Bills. It's Taz and the Moose with you on a Monday, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Yeah, we're talking about uh, everything going on with your Redskins and, uh, you know, just the, the Haskins, how he's not there for the victory formation, taking a snap after a win. He's taking selfies with fans. And the game's technically not even over. So a lot of issues. Let's talk to uh, Matthew. Listening, he's from South Carolina. Listening on 100.3 FM. Matt, you're on with Taz and the Moose. What's up? Hey, uh, I mean, thank God for the Nationals for us to lick our wounds with. But, I mean, the problem starts at the top. You know, Bruce Allen brushing this stuff off. We're the new Cleveland Browns. That's what we are. We're the new Cleveland Browns for the next years to come. They should have been diving on that game. So we have a good pick. You know, we need to realize, like, Haskins may not be the guy. It's kind of reminiscent of uh, Johnny Manziel to me. 
You know, it, it's not looking good. We're looking at a bunch of years coming up of being very bad at the bottom. So, well, you know what, Matthew, and, and you might be right. I mean, uh, you know, I think they are kind of like the new Cleveland Browns. Allen is inept. They're a bad franchise. They've got a bad owner. Uh, the the um, the fan base is disenfranchised. Uh, they're not showing up. Matt, the games. It. It's an angry group. Yeah. It was once a proud team, uh, an organization. No longer that is the case. And yeah, I, I think you could call into question seriously um, Haskins and really what his potential truly is because he doesn't seem like a young guy that gets it. Well, I think with this little mistake he made here, I think you got it. You know, he is young and he, he probably just really got hung up in the moment. It was really bad judgment by him. Um, I, I told you, I saw him in that thing with, with, with uh, what's his name from the Fort Mooch. Uh, I saw him in that Steve thing. Mariucci. Steve Mariucci. I, I saw him on there in, in that quarterback camp type thing during the, the when he was coming out of the draft. And he seemed like a really good kid who was locked in, an intelligent kid. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, but Tess, tell me the guy. Tell me the other quarterback. Has this ever happened before? I don't. I, not that I know with of. With another no. quarterback? No, not that I know of. I, I mean, maybe I've never seen maybe that. They're, you know, maybe they're running onto the field late or maybe, you know, where they're taking a selfie with the fans, Taz. I mean, when when is that happening? I mean, no, I on, know. That's not paying I attention. That, I mean, that, I, I understand. I don't want to judge it just based on. How long you want to punish on... him for? Do you no, like not... him as a player? Do you I, I like don't know. I don't know what I like. Right. I, I, I don't. I don't think he. I don't think he's been all that impressive. I gotta be honest with you. Right. But I also don't think he's got a lot to work with. I don't think it's a great staff. I, I, I don't think it's a great staff. And you know, I, I think when they draft him, they felt like he was a raw quarterback to begin with. I think he's right. got the well, skill set, but there is an attitude that did turn some teams off about you know accomplishment and a, a swagger to him that did bother some teams. Um, you know, during the draft process. It obviously did not bother the Washington Redskins, but I, I'm not going to tell you that he can't play. Well, I'm just going to tell you, I think there are things to be concerned about. I think yeah. that's fair. I mean, well, I, I think th- I think what you saw on Saturday, on Sunday yesterday is a little concerning. Yeah, no, it is. And he's not playing exactly great, and to your point. And the thing is, this is his rookie year, and next year these defensive coordinators are going to have a lot more tape on him. So it's going to be a lot easier to prepare for him. So he's not playing great right now, and there's not a lot to prepare. There's not a lot to go off of him on, except for the stuff with the Buckeyes and a little bit in the NFL. If you're, you know, if you're a defensive coordinator, you know, in the NFL, going against this guy. So, you know, um, I don't know. We'll see. I don't think he's going to have a great sophomore year in the NFL, in my opinion. I hope he does. I don't think he's going to though. Let's go to Springfield. Uh, Where's this Missouri? I talked to Austin. Listen on Radio.com. Austin, what's up? We're on with Taz and the Moose. Hey, good morning, guys. What's up, Austin? Uh, so I just wanted to talk about the kind of wanted to get your opinion on the Eagles. And, Moose, I love your Redskins rants on a Monday morning. I think they're great. Oh, thanks, Austin. <laughs> I, uh, I feel bad for you a little bit. I appreciate but, it. I appreciate yeah. it. But I, I, I don't feel bad for him at all. How about that? Because he's a Yankee uh, fan. It doesn't feel bad about right, him. All okay? right, there you go. It's not nice. to feel bad. The Yankees Trust didn't win anything either. I have a little sympathy. I mean, I know you're from the wrestling biz, but come on now. <laughs> all right, I'll be a little nicer. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right, Austin. All right. What's up, man? But, uh, oh, I was just watching the Eagles game with my girlfriend yesterday. She's a big Eagles fan. And we were we were both just kind of talking about Carson Wentz. And some of the throws that, I mean, you guys alluded to it a little bit, but some of the throws that he was missing were just stuff. I mean, I've, you know, I'm not an athlete by any means, but I feel I could have made some of the throws. Like, right, there was right. a, yep. a wheel route yesterday, like to Miles Sanders when they were like the 10-yard line or something like that. And he just overthrew him by a mile. And it was a straight shot to the end zone. And I was telling her, you know, I think 
and this may be an unpopular opinion, she disagreed with me, but I feel like the Eagles may have gotten rid of the wrong quarterback mm. because I feel like Nick Foles was the guy. Was the guy, definitely. Mm. Well, listen, I, I, I was saying that earlier to Moose. I don't know if you caught it, Austin. We appreciate you calling, Austin, man. thank you, bud. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I, you're not wrong, Austin, about the, the throws that that guy misses. The I one mean, to I, Sanders is a good one. That's that, that's that will right. Yeah, I mean, it, it, but I'm telling you, you go back and watch the, the fourth quarter of that Patriot game, dude, you'll be like, whoa. Dude, he, it wasn't like bad routes. The guys were running the right route. He was missing them by, by six, seven feet, eight feet. You know, yeah. like it was bad. And I never, uh, Taz, really, I, I honestly, I never thought he'd struggle throwing the football and missing guys the way that he has this year. I know. I, know. I thought once Foles was out, his team, his franchise, nobody looking over his shoulder. I thought, you know, sky's the limit for Carson Wentz, and you've not seen that this year. It's been more of a disappointment than anything else. Uh, there have been times where he's flashed and he's played well, but there, as of late, he's missing guys left and right. And I can understand if you're an Eagles fan watching that game saying, oh, maybe they got rid of the wrong guy because there was something magical about Foles in that Eagle uniform. There was. There was. There, there, you there know, was. He you're had right. it before with Chip Kelly. He did. And they yeah. moved on. Then he went to the Rams, and it was a disaster there, and the Kansas City Chiefs and everything ended up circling on back to the Philadelphia Eagles, and we know we helped them win a Super Bowl. I just saw the thing on TV. Yeah, it's embarrassing. With the stuff. It's, I mean, look, Case Keenum's on the field. He doesn't even, I mean. Oh, my God. It's and then look at this. Place. Look, He hands him the ball. He's like, that should be you. Yeah, look he, at Haskins. He, he's laughing. Well, yeah, I think he's embarrassed. I, I, mean, I, I think mean, he's laughing because he's embarrassed. Oh, right, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. come on, dude. Yeah. What a joke. Yeah, it's uh, it's rough. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, uh, he's, yeah, he's yeah, in a press conference smiling. Yeah. Look, let me take selfies with the Dude, fans. he was in a press conference after the game with his gold chain on his black velour shirt, and he's smiling. Dude, oh, wow. I don't know what the I mean, question I can't hear was what he's asking. saying. I don't yeah, know what hear. the question was But asking. we could pass judgment. We're sports radio hosts. That's what we do. That's right. That's true. You're right on everything. Good morning, Andrew. How are you? Oh, hey, Moose. That's what we do. Hey, Taz. Hello. How are you? Have we shot Weird down this morning? I don't remember. No, no. we're done. No. We're done. Okay, we that's over. The, he's we, done. He's Why dead. are we he's done? Dead. No, no we're done. Weird out. No, no, it's here. gone. No, Pete, hit it. No, no, this, no, hold on hey, a second. Hey, hold hey. on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Everybody slow down. Listen, you're Case what? Keenum. He's Pete Dwayne Haskins. It's, yeah, it's, it's right. Hold, everybody. <laughs> I'm Case Keenum. <laughs> everybody slow down. It's not Pete. Hit it. They, they, relax. Okay, listen. I know, Moose, you think you, listen, you weren't here Friday. So maybe some things happen unbeknownst to you. Well, this is my. Wait, hold on a second. This, this is, is what. This is your my what. Well, my what? show. Whoa. You said Whoa. my. This, this is your is what. Our show. You you were about to say my show. No, well, I was Whoa, a Freudian slip. Okay. It's our show. You were you were about to say that hurt that you were about to just say what you well, said. You, well, you made this a decision without show. me. I, did I say I made a decision? All I said is you weren't here. You jumped to conclusion. Yeah, I don't think you. I don't think we actually did anything. With Mike, that. butt out. So okay. you. you <laughs> Mike, please, don't let the facts get away a good story. All I'm saying is, all I said was one simple thing. Moose, you were out. And you go, wait a minute, this was my... And then you stopped. I did. Andrew, welcome to Taz and the Moose for your update. What? I'm just saying, it's a little weird. What's a little weird? Yeah, it's a little weird the way that went down. It's my fault. What do you mean? What's On a little Friday, weird? On Friday, you were not here. Andrew sat in the chair and co-hosted with me. Yeah, okay? I, I know. He sat in the quarterback chair, QB1. But he wasn't QB1. Like he he was RB one. I was QB one. So uh, that means running back. I, yeah, I understand. Well, it's, right. you're the co-host of the show. I imagine that yes, you'd sir. be running the show. Yes, I was running the show, and I didn't, I didn't think you'd have to state that. So we didn't play any of that. That well, weird I don't out play thing. It when he fills in for you either. Pete Bellotti, He's been a board operator for years. He's a Hall of Famer. We need to give him some credit in, in his career. Let's be honest. He's a Hall of Famer. We don't say that enough here. 
And he had a judgment call, it sounds. I did not talk to Pete about this. We were talking about Survivor Series during the break, Pete and can, I. I can confirm that. Yes, Mike was on. <laughs> right? <laughs> and Pete, I think, made a judgment call, Moose. Uh, earlier, he played the Zach Martin, not the one, yeah. who, not the guy who trips people on the offensive line. The yeah. guy he, who does play-by-play on the internet? There it is. That, yeah. So that happened instead, I gotcha. instead of, and I, I felt like it sounded right. It felt right yeah. to me. Instead of Weird Al, felt refreshing not to hear the real Al, Weird Al, and I think we played that bit and we beat it into the ground. So I did not well, share this with Pete. I'm yeah. sharing this to the public and to you right now. All right, well, we could rotate. No. Hit the Weird Al. No. I don't. Okay, hello. No. Go ahead, Andrew. I know there's not. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I know. I just want to read Moose things. just, Moose, you just, like, he's here and it's like... <laughs> The Lord and Savior has shown up. Oh! Well, he's healthy now. He's at full strength. I know. So it's just like it's he just takes moose. over. What do you mean I just took right. over? Hey, hit it now. Oh! All right, Andrew. What are you doing, Andrew? Oh! What? I go what? down the road to St. Patrick's Cathedral now. What am I going to do here? What it's you unbelievable. Do? I, you I, I got the, you're the pump. Pump two. Rotate. Pump two. Oh, pump stop. Two. Can rotate. <laughs> pump two. Yeah, there you go. Very nice. I love St. Pump two. What's going on, Bogus? Hey, thanks, there it is. everybody. Uh, the Green Bay again. Packers went to Santa Clara last night and got smacked in the face by the Niners. Matt LaFleur's team managed just 197 yards, went one for 15 on third down. I still have a lot of confidence in our, in our guys, but we, we've got to be critical of ourselves. And every one of us, coaches, players, everybody involved, and figure out, why this happened, and making make sure that it doesn't happen again. Uh, it happened because of the Niners, who harassed Aaron Rodgers all night, starting with a strip sack on the Packers' first possession. Rodgers taken down five times total before being pulled in the fourth. Jimmy Garoppolo with long TD passes to George Kittle and Debo Samuel to get his team to 10-1. and one. They have a one-game lead on the Saints for NFC home field. New Orleans outlasted Carolina yesterday afternoon 34-31. Will Lutz kicked a 33-yard field goal as time expired after Panther Joey Sly missed from 28 with two minutes to go. The rain and the wind and the Patriots dealt the Cowboys another loss, 13-9 at Foxborough. And Jerry Jones, as you've been discussing, was not happy afterwards. It is a, uh, a significant setback for our team. Uh, we needed this win. We needed to win against an opponent like this. Uh, we haven't had them. Jerry finished his 10-minute opus with, quote, with the makeup of this team, I shouldn't be this frustrated. The Bears held off the Giants. 1914, Mitchell Trubisky threw for a score, ran for another, but was picked off twice. The Jets hammered the Raiders 34-3, three total TDs from Sam Darnold. Pittsburgh, a 16-10 escape from Cincinnati, and the Bucks cooled off the Falcons 35-22. Jameis Winston, three touchdown passes, one of them to D. Lyman Vita Vea. Tonight, we have the Rams and Ravens in L.A., and the Colts expected to lose tight end Eric Ebron to injured reserve. He needs surgery on both ankles. It was Montrez Harrell's turn to lead the Clippers last night. 10-2 for Montrez Harrell. Crossover on Okafor. He got it to go, plus the harm. Shake, bake. Two plus one. Montrez Harrell is a beast inside. Noah Eagle on Clippers Radio. Harrell shot 13 of 18, tying his career high with 34 in a 134-109 home win over the Pelicans. The Nuggets won their fifth in a row, 116-104 over the Suns. 
And Sacramento won in Washington, 113-106. Those Kings in Boston tonight. The Celtics calling Kemba Walker doubtful. He sprained his neck colliding with a teammate over the weekend. College hoops, Florida beat number 18, Xavier. Wait, what did you say? He sprained what? He sprained his neck. Oh, he collided with a teammate and sprained his neck. Okay, got yes. it. Yes. I, I thought it was Scary something. incident. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I just I didn't, went I to didn't the floor him. lifeless. Yeah. Yeah. He co- concussion, yeah. right? Was he in concussion? That's what they said first concussion like symptoms. Right. But then just carted off the floor. Yeah, off the floor was very, very scary. Yeah, there's so many like little muscles in your neck and bands like that. It sounds like oh, at least at least he just sprained his neck. That's yeah, that can go for a while. That's a lot of pain, but it sounds like it could have been, could have been a lot worse. So Florida beat number eighteen Xavier seventy sixty five to win the Charleston Classic. Number twenty four Baylor down number seventeen Villanova eighty seven seventy eight to claim the Myrtle Beach Invitational. The Edmonton Oilers a four three shootout win in Arizona, and Blues defenseman Robert Bortuzzo suspended four games. For cross-checking, Nashville's Victor Arvidsson in the lower back with Arvidsson on the ice, unable to defend himself. Arvidsson's now out four to six weeks injured from that cross-check. Guys? No right. great cup. Thank no you, great Andrew. cup, Andrew, in your update. Did it happen yesterday? Yeah, Winnipeg won. Congrats to the Blue 33-12 Bombers. 33-12 over Hamilton. There you go. Congrats to Very them. Very nice. Yes. Surprise. We have some- I didn't mention the Davis Cup ending yesterday either. So, <laughs> How about the Crockett Cup? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I might mention the Pete FCS knows. playoff bracket Pete next hour. You never know. At least you're honest. I don't know what that is. You shouldn't know what that is. But <laughs> okay, it actually good. is a real thing. But it's, it's, it's a wrestling thing. It's a wrestling thing. It must be a wrestling thing. It's a wrestling thing. Yeah. Yes. It's a wrestling Make Pete laugh. It's a wrestling thing. <laughs> Was that on the air that he laughed? But again, not no. in We Over oh, Nation. Damn. No, he just yeah. smiled. Right. All right. We'll get into smiled. the Jets. <laughs> Very nice. Smile. Yes. Well, great cup. Winnipeg, congratulations uh, to them. In the cold up there in Winnipeg. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into the Jets as they continue to roll. And they steamrolled the Raiders yesterday out at MetLife. We'll get into that. Continue our run around the National Football League. It's Taz and the Moose on a Monday morning, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. On CBS for a huge matchup deep in the heart of Texas when the Bills bring their stingy defense to Dallas for a day with Dak and the Cowboys. The NFL today kicks off the festivities at 4 Eastern, 1 Pacific, only on CBS. And um, how about the Jets? We'll get to the Bills here momentarily. But how about the Jets turning their season around? Uh, You know, welcome in the Oakland Raiders yesterday. West Coast coming east, uh, playing an early game, 1 o'clock kickoff out at MetLife Stadium. And they absolutely and completely destroy the Oakland Raiders. I mean, what a performance by the Jets yesterday. I couldn't believe it. I I think I don't remember who I picked on our picks on Friday. I'm pretty sure I might have picked Oakland. I don't remember, but... Dude, I'm sh- still surprised at this. I didn't watch much of this game. I was watching the Bills game. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, they just put up points. You know, they put up 21 points in the third quarter. I mean, that was the that was the big one right after halftime. And it's obvious, you know, the Jets made an adjustment to something that was happening throughout the uh, the first half. They were winning going to halftime. The Raiders didn't make a, some sort of an adjustment. And, good gosh, that third quarter, 
The Jets came out a swinging, man. I, unbelievable. And Donald had a great day. Yeah, Donald throws for 315 yards. I mean, I, I, I don't know. You know, at the half, they were, you know, they pretty much were dominating the play. Um, you know, they get the defensive score as well off the interception of the car. He did not play particularly well. There was no ground game to speak of. The Jets won that battle. The Raiders, you know, want to establish the run with Josh Jacobs. The Jets are the number one rush defense in the National Football yeah. League. They won that battle, held the Raiders to just 68 yards on 22 rush attempts. The Jets actually outgained them. Donald throws for 315 yards, two touchdowns, 20 of 29. Can't ask for a better thing like that. Their defense played well. Uh, there's nothing not to like about what you saw from the Jets yesterday, who are now a 4-7 and seven football team and have a, kind of a – you know, a very, very easy schedule here moving forward. <clears throat> Donald talks about them. You know, they got the Bengals next, then the Dolphins. Then they go on the road in Baltimore. That's a difficult game. Oof. Steelers home, and then at Buffalo. Yeah, the last three are going to be rough for the Jets. The yeah, I mean, the Steelers three. aren't good. Right. Steelers well, aren't good. Their defense I, I, isn't horrible, though. They got yeah, decent I mean, they're defense. not horrible, but that's a winnable game. I mean, if you beat the Raiders at home, you can beat the Steelers. Listen, I, I would say I would, Baltimore. You, I'd say Baltimore and Buffalo are very difficult um, on the road, especially. And you can win since you can win in Cincinnati. Well, and beat Miami at home. Well, I mean, off of that, I mean, basically Rolf got benched, and Hodges comes in, which you know, I mean, who would expect him to do what he did? I mean, so he won the game from you know what I mean. Yeah. So I, I get where you're going, like, but I don't know. I I, I I'd be outright no problem putting a friendly wager with you on that game now, and that's weeks away. That, that I think that I think that the well, where's that gotta, game's I'm in Jersey? Gonna, that no game one, in Jersey? Yeah, that game's in Jersey. I wouldn't I would not play that game now because you don't I mean we could make that bet now and then Sam Donald could break his leg next week. Well I'm not you wanna, you wanna make the bet? No, no one's making a bet. No one's making a bet a month out. <laughs> Honestly. So you can So you you're can, not in. No. No, I'm All not right. in. All right, no. <laughs> Let's see where we are All when right. we get to that That's game. Fair fair point. Yes. Uh, so I I'm no, I'm not making a friendly wager or a bet on that game right now. I gotta see where the teams are health wise <laughs> going into that game. But anyway, uh. um you know, they, they can easily get themselves to six and seven. They can beat the Bengals yeah. and they can beat yeah. the Miami Dolphins I agree. I agree. And I before the they go on the road in Baltimore and that game would have relevancy. True. I True. mean, December 12th, that game would have relevancy. Who would have thought that three, four weeks ago? They've won three in a row. Can they win two more straight in a row? Yeah, they could. They could win five in a row conceivably. And that that you know that defensive line, to your point, and those linebackers on that that run defense for the Jets is, as you said, is legit. Uh, and that'd be that's going to be fun to watch them against that that offense uh, of Ingram and obviously Lamar Jackson of the Ravens once they get to that point. Yeah, because, I think Baltimore yeah, will beat them. Yeah, but yeah no, I, mean, I do too, but still, I mean, it'll be, yeah, it'll be a good matchup. But yeah. it'll be interesting. That part I mean, of it. Yeah. Right, it would be an interesting game where you never thought that, that game would be interesting in any way, shape, or form. Right. How about your Buffalo Bills take ah, care of business up, yeah. in, uh, up in Orchard Park against the uh, Denver Broncos 20-3 to of the final? How nice, right? Is, I mean, isn't that nice? You know what I mean? It's just, it just sounds great coming out of your voice like that. I mean, it's just, yeah, I was very happy with it. Um, listen, I understand. Listen, look, to me, a win's a win. That's how I look at it. It was a dominant win. Uh, at, at no point in the game did I ever feel nervous as a Bills fan watching the game. Um, it was nice to see the mayor to ball out a little bit. That was nice, you know, to see Buffalo do that. Um, you know, Broncos, they, they, Fangio does a great job with that defense. There were points where the defense for, for the Broncos held up for sure. Um, but, you know, they, Allen, their quarterback, was 10 of 25. I mean, 82 yards. So the Bills' defense showed up and showed up big, which was nice to see. 
I mean, uh, and Singletary ran the ball really well, 100, over 100, 106 yards, 21 touches. They really want to run the ball hard. Yeah. And Gore ran the ball 66 times. They run the ball a lot, Buffalo, which is that's a, I'm a big fan of that. But when they throw it, they'll, they'll throw the ball deep. So they look good, good all the way around. I mean, not an, exactly an awesome Broncos team, but you know what? I mean, it was a good win over a decent opponent, and now they're sitting 8-3. and three. I'll take it. Yeah, and Gore surpasses uh, Sanders' third all-time on the rushing list in NFL history. So congratulations to uh, Frank Gore uh, for how long he's been able uh, to hang around. Uh, I got a little ner- By the way, one more thing I want to say on that. Beasley, yeah. I got a little nervous because he, he was – he got a, had a lower leg injury. He was okay, but I I thought it was going to be worse than it was. He went down. Um, I'm trying to remember what quarter that was, and he went down maybe the second or third quarter, and they were checking him out. I'm like, oh no, we need Beasley, but he was okay. He ended oh, up good. being okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a good day. Nine to six, uh, seventy six yards at one touchdown. So he played good. Yeah, I thought I thought Beasley played well. And how about the Cleveland Browns right now? As uh, they're a five and six team, and uh, they knock off the Miami Dolphins forty one twenty four. And quietly for the last month, Baker Mayfield's played pretty good football. I know uh, three hundred twenty seven yards and three touchdowns. Landry had ten catches for a buck forty eight. A couple scores. Chubb did a nice job running the football as well. As that Brown team built up a 28-3 lead, the the Miami Dolphins came rolling back to make it a 28-17 game before uh, Cleveland spurred away again um, in the fourth quarter there, Taz. So uh, the Browns win, and they've got five victories, and uh, they're starting to get a little bit of momentum going here in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, it seems like, it seems like, uh, like Mayfield's kind of just keeping his nose to the grindstone, kind of keeping his mouth hushed. And not uh, not just getting involved with all the drama, and you know, as as we know, there's a ton of talent there. And Hunt's been back now uh, with them, as you said. Chubb ran the ball well, and they also have you know, Kareem Hunt there. So, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, with Beckham and Landry and stuff like that. I mean, Landry didn't really, you know, I mean, he played good. I mean, not as good as uh, Landry. I'm not Landry. Sorry, Beckham. Beckham didn't play as good as Landry, but right. they both had, you know, I think Beckham had like eighty something yards uh, receptions. And a Landry. touchdown, yeah, yeah, and a touchdown. That's right. And Landry had two TDs, and he yep. was over like he was over about one hundred fifty yards, one hundred forty yards, something like that. So they, you know, both those guys looked the part, and you're going against the right team in the Dolphins, and you know, yeah, no, they looked good. I got to say, they looked good. So uh, was, you know, Mayfield uh, kind of just looks like he's focused, and hopefully, he can stay that way for himself. Just to stay locked in and not get mixed up with the drama. Now we go back and now they're five, and they're going to have to. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no. They're five. I was just going to say they're five and six, right? They have the road on the road in Pittsburgh against the Steelers. Right, which is going to be obviously all eyes going to be on that because yep. uh, the, the, the whole incident with Garrett and stuff with the fight with the helmet. But neither of those guys will be in the field. There's a good chance Mason Rudolph's not starting. Right, <laughs> as he was pulled from the game yeah. yesterday in against the Cincinnati Bengals, in which the Steelers win the game sixteen to ten, um, and Rudolph was pulled from the game due to ineffectiveness, and he was downright terrible. He was, he was terrible. And um, did you expect the uh, Hodges to get put in this game at any point? Uh, I did not, but I thought Rudolph was so bad. I yeah. mean, and they're trying to win a game, so I mean, at that stage, as bad as Rudolph was, I, I think Mike Tomlin was left well, left with no other choice, but. One to mention one thing: Browns are five and six right now right. at Pittsburgh. Say they win that game, six and six. Right. Cincinnati home, win that game, right? Seven and six. Right, right. At Arizona, hmm. well, do you think they win that game um, right now? At Arizona, no. Okay, I, I, I think I. It'll be close, but I think the Cardinals win the game. All right, I, I think they win. They're eight and six. You think who wins? You think the Browns win? I think the Browns. Win. You think the Browns go to Arizona and win? I do. You want to bet that game too? No, not right now. All right. If Ravens home, I think they lose that game. Right, right. And then uh, Bengals, they can get themselves the nine victories. 
That's a good point. Bengals are 0-11 I mean, right, right now. Right now, right now, odds are they're going to either be 8-8 eight, eight, or 9-7. and seven. Good point. Good point. I mean, they could get there. The yeah. Browns could get there. As, they, as they tumultuous could. as this year has been for the Cleveland Browns, they can get themselves there. Yeah, they could. Wouldn't that be something? After the up, it's just been ups and downs with them. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, that'd be something. I, I hope they do. But it. I'm giving them a road. I'm giving them a victory on the road in Pittsburgh against the Steelers, in yeah. which will be. I mean, that is going to be. Uh, that is going to be a treacherous atmosphere. But they're a better football <laughs> team. They're a better football team right now than the Pittsburgh Steelers. They, they are, especially they got the injuries. The Steelers have these injuries right now. The, the Browns, for the most part, don't. And um, and now with Rudolph getting benched, who knows what his future is this year, this week, I should say, coming up, his immediate future. Who knows what, what they're going to do with him. Uh, if Tom was going to start him or not or go with Hodges. Um, Hodges, Hodges, you know, he, he gets in the game. He was 5'11", 120 yards, 118 yards. He had a touchdown. Yeah. He looked good. He played then, well. He did. My man Benny Snell was back running the rock. 21 for 96. Come on with it, Benny That's Snell. It. Yeah. They're not laughing at me now, baby. And yeah. Tomlin did what he needed to do to get, get a victory. I mean, yeah. I think that's really what it comes down to for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He yep. was trying to win a football game against the, a god-awful Cincinnati Bengal team, and he was not going to allow Mason Rudolph to get in the way. You're going to tell me, Taz, you were right about Benny Snell. Remember when I was hyping him up? Come on, you you, you were ripping me. You you and all our guests, our guests were ripping me. No, and, no, we weren't. No, no we I was were getting ripped. About, I was getting no, ripped. nobody was ripping you. You just say the, Taz, you were right. Come on, just say it. I, what I I about liked Benny him coming Stone. out of college. No, you, no, you, brought, like you brought him up to every draft guest we had. <laughs> that was the joke. It wasn't a knocking him as a player. It was the fact that he he was basically your crutch. Every every draft guy we had no, on, you I asked about Benny Snell. I, oh, great guess. I wanted their opinion. It wasn't a crutch. No, you asked about Benny Snell. You like Benny Snell. It's Can't not a big say, deal. Tad, you right. Yes, you miss sports radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.